the Big Fella Podcast. Talking everything NFL. Hi, I'm Baldy, and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the Big Fella, and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week, we'll be talking football, and as you'd expect, I know quite a lot. And I know f*** all. So subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the Big Fella. Why am I not there? Hello, hello, hello. Are you there? Are you there? Hello, hello. Yeah, and just you will be there. Just you will be there. Good grief. Um, so how are you, sir? All right? I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's an early one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it is an early one. If we can just shall shall we divulge the information? I think we should. We um, normally we would record this on a Wednesday evening. We would, yes. Uh, but <laughs> due to my work commitments, uh, that really sounds so showbiz, but it's not. Um, we haven't recorded this on a Monday morning. Yes, and the game's already finished a couple of hours ago. <laughs> so, so there is we we haven't um, we haven't gone down the guest route this week because purely and simply, when we're recording it today, normal people are at work. I am at work, by the way. Nobody knows. So, shall we? Shall we divulge what's on the show uh, this week? Let's do it. One, two, three, four. This week on Baldy and the Big Fella. And he said, I didn't get you a coffee because I've only got two hands. <laughs> they definitely got the worst international series game this year. Can't really remember the game. We're going to talk about a uniform. I call it kit. If you're going to buy it on the NFL shop, they call it a jersey. I mean, jersey. a jersey to me is a bit woolly, isn't it? You saw some like five yard passes, some screen passes going off to the right and off to the left yeah. parallel. Yeah. Um, you saw some play action. You saw them trying to fake the run. You've almost uh, got as many shirts as I have now. No, don't be saying that. Good job, my, my, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, that's for sure. Hi, I'm Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to The Big Fella. Hi, we're the Roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy and The Big Fella. So there we go, that's what we've got uh, coming up this week on Baldy and The Big Fella. If you would uh, like to come on, uh, and and join us one week, then you can do. Just get in touch. It is Baldy and TBF, and that is via X, uh, formerly Twitter. I don't even know how long we've got to say that for X, formerly Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook. There you go. Right. Um, so I'm going to start this week because because no, I'm going I'm going to start. He, he doesn't he doesn't know. He's not expecting this. <laughs> so so last week we were. I mean, we've had comments about this. We were talking mince pies, weren't we? Yeah. We were talking mince pies. So, And I, I unearthed an absolute monster of a mince pie, which was lovely. And then, and then Baldy did say, yeah, I will bring in... He's opening the box now, bless him. <laughs> I will bring some mince pies. In it. The mince pies today is not the issue. Go so, on, then. <laughs> so he, he rocks up to um, Baldy and the Big Fella HQ, and he has in one hand a box of mince pies, and in the other <laughs> hand he has a coffee. And he said, I didn't get you a coffee because I've only got two hands. Right? Now, now listen, listen. That listen. is true. That is, it's true. It's true. Right? Okay. Because if we had more than two hands, you wouldn't be doing this podcast. You'd be in a museum somewhere. Um, but, you know, usually if I, if I, if listen, for future, if I'm going somewhere and I'm taking coffees and I'm not getting the person I'm going to see, I just don't get one. I'm reprimanded, mate. I'm reprimanded. Or, or, or I get the other person one. <laughs> 
I did think of it at the time, but I was in a hurry. I was, it's th- fine. I was thinking you'd be sat there waiting for me, and you weren't even ready. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't even ready for him. You know, I've got these things called ankle biters, and I had to take that skill. So anyway, so let's get on with it. They look very nice, and we will divulge, or not divulge, we'll delve into the box very, very soon. So let's talk about. Um, well, where are we starting? Are we starting about our uh, our friends in Frankfurt? I or think, even Frankfurt. I think we've got to go back to Frankfurt, and uh, I've got to say, they definitely got the worst international oh. series game this year. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there are people out there who um, literally just can't remember the game. Because I mean, I, 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 that's me. I can't really remember the game. Even the Raiders game that I've just watched, which was a defensive battle, was better than Indianapolis ten, New England six. <sighs> Dear me. And, and you know what? So the thing is, it is the look of the draw. Don't get me wrong. The, them fans have gone there and thinking, right, okay, it's, it's, N, it's NFL, it's in Germany, it's in our patch, and I'm so looking forward to it. Like what we do with London. The thing is, with London this year, we had three good games. We got spoiled. Now, next year, good grief, if we get one of them. I'd have still enjoyed it, though. The atmosphere is incredible again. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. I've got a correction alert to make. Oh, um, the attendance was 51,000. So um, clearly, Mr. Google <laughs> told me a, told yeah. me a lie last week with yeah. forty four. I think we've got some feedback on that as well later oh, on the show oh, about great. attendances right. from, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, from yeah, one yeah. of our from one of our listeners. Yeah. But I think the big thing on the game is Mac Jones, the Patriots quarterback. He just couldn't get going. He got sacked five times. It was just literally this swarm of Indianapolis defenders all around him, and he didn't. He couldn't get going. He couldn't get off. Um, they, they they couldn't get the running game going. The Patriots and uh, <clears> I mean. There's rumour that Belichick might get sacked. I mean, really? Boston newspapers are saying, is this the end for Belichick? Um, I mean, he only won the Super Bowl a few years ago. I mean, it's, it's too soon. It, it's, it's too one, soon. The thing is, though, that isn't that... There's, it, it's that kind of spot, though, isn't it, NFL? Because I, I would imagine, and I'm only just speaking from, from I don't know, as a newbie, but when you if you follow soccer, there's so many games of the season. I know there's the dreaded 10 games into the season. If you haven't done well over the 10 games of the season, you're usually first to be kind of um, odds-on to be bulleted. But, uh, sorry, sacked, not bulleted, good grief. Uh, <laughs> we don't do that over here. Um, but with NFL, I would imagine because of the small number of games in a season, I suppose they've got to act pretty sharpish. Well, New England are 2-8, two, two wins, eight losses. Um, they've just come off a really, really bad game and uh, other coaches probably would be, but I think you've got to give Belichick the benefit of the doubt <clears> at the moment. I yeah. mean, you can't sack a guy who's, who's brought you six Super Bowls and there's talk that they might have a mutual agreement at the end of the season and Belichick retires oh, and okay. goes gracefully. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the game, there's a couple of things to talk about. I mean, New England really, in my opinion, should have won it. Um, they won the time of possession, which is usually a good indicator for yeah. a dominant team. Yeah. They got more first downs in Indianapolis. <clears throat> Mac Jones uh, had 15 completions out of 20 passes, so 75% completion rate. But he was sacked five times, and he, he was basically throwing the winning touchdown, and he threw an absolute lame duck straight into the hands of an Indianapolis defender who just picked it off, and, and, and that was it. So... New England definitely left one there that they should have won, in my opinion. Here's a question for you, and I've completely caught you on the hot list because you have no idea I'm going to ask you this. You might not even know the answer. So you've just said there that he got sacked five times. Yeah. Has there ever been a game, and I might just be stating the absolute obvious here, so apologies for that, this is my knowledge coming through, that a quarterback has maybe been sacked more than five times and they've still gone on to win the game? There's definitely been games like that. Is there? Yeah, definitely. But... off the top of my head, no, I have fine. no idea. No, I caught you on the hop there, but I, it's just an interesting thing for me where I know we'll come on to the Jags game, and, and, and I was messaging you <laughs> in frustration <laughs> yesterday. But the thing is, it's just, 
Yes, I mean the sack thing. It, 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 it must. I mean, yeah, you could probably get sacked five times and a half. I don't. But it's just one of those things where I wonder if a team had literally just said, you know what, we're going to half time, turn it around, let's get out there and they go and win. I, th- I think what you've got to say is even the best quarterbacks, if they're not given time, if they're under pressure all the time, then they're going to struggle and they've got to then become try and become creative. Mm. And you saw you saw a little bit of creativity on one, on a quarterback last night, which we'll probably come on to. Yeah. But basically, if you've only got two seconds to probably pass off or pass or run the ball, you're going to be in trouble. So I think Mac Jones was really in trouble. He had a leaky leaky offensive line, and. Um, yeah, but it still should have been a game, in my opinion. The Patriots would have won. It's the third time this third time this season the Patriots haven't scored a touchdown really? in a game. Wow! So yeah, that is pretty telling. I mean, my highlight of the game um, was the roof. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? It's very good. That was the. If you didn't see it, um, it it's obviously it's a nylon roof. I would imagine it's some sort of tarpaulin roof or something. Yeah, um, and it's. Over the stretching over the the field of play, and then it kind of goes in and falls, and then it sits lovely into the scoreboard. It's like it's like um, when you've got kids and all of the toys are all over the floor, and you pick them all up and you put them in the toy box and you put the lid on. You think, yeah, that's quite satisfying. That. Do you know what though? When I saw the roof unfolding, I thought there's a man behind the scenes pulling the pulling the rope. He was pulling the blind. He was like closing your blinds. He was just going doing that. I was waiting to see this man, but uh, it, it all looked very slick. It was very very good. Yeah, very good. So yes, uh, so that was that was the the the, the Frankfurt debacle. Not sure. Are we saying debacle or just the the, the game? It wasn't a great game. <laughs> um, it was a defense fest, really. But I mean, you know, I enjoyed it. Sweet, sweet Caroline and Country Roads was sung at full volume. Probably, you know, all the Americans were going home, probably thinking, "Oh God, that was the greatest thing ever." I mean, they forget that we we do some of that at yeah. Wembley and Tottenham. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, it, you know, it, I still enjoyed it. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So you are listening to uh, the Baldy and the Big Fella podcast. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. We will go through some uh, mentions already uh, very, very soon. But if you do want to get in touch, please do. It is Baldy and TBF, and that is uh, Facebook, X and Instagram. And um, also, I think it's, it's worth pointing out that we would love to hear from you. And come up for you to actually come on the podcast as well. Uh, it doesn't matter where you are, if you're in the UK or you're over in the States, in fact, anywhere in the world, uh, please come on. All we've got to do is negotiate the time difference, and I think we'll be on to a bit of a winner there, so please let us know. Uh, still to come uh, today, we have the the the, 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 def- the defence. It's a defence. Yeah, the defence. We did the, S, I think. We did, we did, we did the offence uh, last week, so Baldy's going to talk everything defence very, very soon. Uh, but also... I want you to tell us about um, future podcasts. This is going to be great. Yeah, we're hoping to have two high school players coming on from all the way from the United States of America, Southern Southern California. Um, I hope they know it. I I was trying to arrange it last night with some of my contacts over there, but apparently... One high school player who's going to go on to play for a university next season. Yeah, and um, one who play who plays quarterback, quarterback. for um, a local Southern California team. <laughs> I won't say anything yet, just in case they're listening and they don't know yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but apparently, probably in about three weeks, hopefully yeah. we'll have them on when the season's finished. Absolutely, over there. and also we've got um, we have got some. Um, 
some personalities that have agreed to come on as well. Uh, we're just waiting for their uh, particular work commitments uh, to die down a little bit, and then we'll get them on. And that'll be great, actually, a great listen. Uh, so, yes, so we're going to talk about now, um, we're going to talk about a uniform. I call it kit. Our friends in America call it the uniform. To me, a uniform is a shirt and tie or whatever. Some of people wear it at work. Where, and I suppose this is work for them. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to buy it on the NFL shop, they call it a jersey. I mean, jersey. a jersey to me is a bit woolly, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? Um, well, Thursday night football was an absolute duck as well. It wasn't a great game. I did watch the highlights, but what we saw was an example of quite a polarising coloured shirt. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd sent it to you and thought, what do you think about this big fella? I so, said, I said, my eyes, my eyes. So we're talking about, the, if you haven't seen it, just Google Chicago Bears Thursday Night Football and you'll see a very striking orange jersey with an orange helmet. Now, we also know of another team who wears orange a lot, which is the Denver Broncos. Yeah. They wear an orange jersey and a blue helmet. Yeah. But let's discuss, fella. You, we, we're both fashionable <laughs> fellas. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you more than me, I think. What do you think? Um, my, initial, my initial thought was... Wow, that is bright. That is really bright. But when you look at, I quite like the orange helmet and the and the, jer- the jersey together. Whereas obviously Broncos is the navy, which it's got a, t- a tinge of yellow, um, orange in it as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think I would I think I would go with the Bears. I think it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, it looks really really nice. I think it's the you're right. It's the helmet that does it all orange. Yeah. Often when you see a team wearing colours, when they wear all the same colour, so since we had that the other week though, didn't we? Yeah. With the royal blue. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With um. Oh no no no. Well, Oh yeah, oh, you're on about Indianapolis Colts. Wasn't That's it? right. Now, yeah. I, now it didn't work that one. I didn't. No, think. no, it well, didn't. For me, it didn't. No, it didn't. But if you see things like Cincinnati Bengals, they do this all white, white helmet, white top, white jersey, and white bottoms, yeah. and that looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it just seemed to work. I don't. I don't know. I mean. Some people will probably look at that and say that that's absolutely awful. I mean, you know, when when you looked in the stand, it looked like there was a whole load of stewards watching the game, but it was all the yeah, Bears fans yeah, in yeah. there. It was well, all the Bears fans in their jerseys. Well, let's let's expand on that a bit. We're not going to talk about the game yesterday, but I did say to you, didn't I, that yeah. the 49ers yesterday looked absolutely great in their kit. Um, and I also, I'd, I, we've talked about jerseys before, but things like for me, the uh, Seattle. A, a bright green one yeah. I just think yeah. looks absolutely lovely and there's a lot of you know there's, there's shirts out there that I would imagine that you can't do an awful lot with because of the tradition of the team like maybe the Packers probably would The, the you would look at the Packers and think oh what can you do with that shirt yeah they sometimes have a, a, a throwback green one yeah. that they use but I mean going back to the white not all whites are made equal in my opinion and there's two good examples so the one is the 49ers I think yeah. well there's three good examples one's the 49ers last night it's it's such a crisp look yeah um, many many commentators will look at it and say it's one of their favourite shirts the, yeah. the, the white 49ers um, I've touched on the Bengals one uh, but you had a really nice one last last year. We had the international series, and New yeah. Orleans Saints played in that yeah. white and gold. You Lovely. nearly bought one. Yeah, I nearly bought that. Dude. Nearly bought uh, yeah that one. I think it was Kamara, Kamara's, wasn't it? Yeah, I was umming and ahhing about getting that. I really was. The Saints white and gold <laughs> is a beautiful look. I mean, even I fancied picking one up somewhere along the line, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I thought the 49ers looked the part last night. We'll talk about whether they played the part later on. But I, uh, I must go. <laughs> I must go and get my shirts arrived. The shirts we, we were talking about last week um, that I said hadn't arrived. I think they must have been listening and thought, whoa, whoa, quick, quick, get it to him. Uh, because they arrived um, on the Friday. 
So yeah, that was uh, bonkers. That so I must I must show you them. Actually, are quite nice. You've almost uh, got as many shirts as I have now. No, I don't be saying that. Good job, my, my my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, yeah. So it's and the thing is as well, they're stitched, which is obviously very very good. You that know? makes them, doesn't it? When they're yeah. stitched, I mean, when they're all like sewn on, it just yeah, feels, just, feels right. Just lovely. Yeah, I'm still waiting for one more to come, and I will tell you what that is um, when I get it, of course. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about it next, aren't we? The game, the game, the game, the big one, the big one. We'll do that next. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So yesterday, because um, it is Monday, we are recording this on a Monday. Um, yesterday, it was it was just I was really set up for just the perfect game because. We've all got lines. We've all got things that happen outside of our, you know, our our precious time that we have. The, the me time, the big fella time. Other things happen. Other distractions, whether it's kids or work or whatever. So yesterday was just great for me because I managed to just sit down at six o'clock. Um, I wasn't tired because I'd caught up in my nap watching the Colts and the. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, and I was and I sat in my chair. And I put the telly on, and I was just so looking forward to that game last night, um, the 49ers at the Jags. And I just, I don't know what to, where to start, if I'm honest with you. Put it this way, I'm wearing a 49ers shirt today, uh, purely and simply because I had to because of the forfeit uh, with getting the, uh, the prediction wrong, but there you go. So... Let's talk about the game. All right, well, I've got my Joe Montana classic number 16 red shirt on as well, yeah. just, to, just to complete the compliment. Um, first of all, for American listeners, 6 o'clock is our, our 1 o'clock for you. We're five hours right. ahead of you. Yeah. Um, so it's the early games. Um, what I would say is I texted you after about 10 minutes and said if I had an online betting account, <laughs> I would be putting a lot of money on the yeah. 49ers having seen the teams drive once <clears throat> each on offence. I mean, yeah. to me, it was obvious what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I was. I just, you know, when you get that feeling, you think this is not. As soon as I saw them go, and and obviously they got the touchdown on the first drive, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And I went, oh, this is this. Uh, I know. I jokingly said last week on the on the podcast, it's going to be the Forty Nine zip uh, and the Jags ninety nine. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, hang on a second. Yeah, you'd have been close if you just switched uh, yeah, it around, flip it over. Yeah. So um, no, I think. Listen, I'm not going to go into the technical side of it because that's what you're here for. I'm more of the uh, the newbie, the fan who thinks, oh, do you know what? That was rubbish. That was good. That was you know. Um, I, I, whereas I picked up on. Their, one of their touchdowns. It might have been the second touchdown. The first one. Was it the first one? About, yeah. And I said that was a great bit of play, but I wasn't looking at the the start of that play. I was looking at the throw and yeah, the catch. Yeah, so yeah. For, I don't know about you out there, but this is where my level of of expertise. If, 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 obviously, I'm 50, 51 year old and I've followed soccer all my life. I think I can judge whether I've seen a good a player that I don't know whether it's nutmeg somebody take it you know through the legs and gone around one player and gone down the pitch and scored a goal. I, I think I could genuinely say that was a good goal. With NFL, I'm different I, I I can't so much grasp the first bit of play but I know when I can see a really good throw and somehow some some guy catches it to me yeah. that is a good bit of play but, but, but let's talk about it first of all 49ers won 34 th- to 3 so let's get it out there if you if you if you haven't caught up on the game yet spoiler alert I'm so glad we didn't do predictions <laughs> this week I'm so glad we didn't I'll win the predictions this week but the very very first drive 49ers drove down Brock Purdy runs out of the pocket to his left and then he throws back into the end zone at the back of the end zone to Brandon Ayuk who who catches it 
He's got two defenders on him. It was actually a really poor decision. But I think what it was, was it was a really good throw. So I think you yeah. said, I, was, I don't know whether you said it was a good play or a good throw. You were actually correct. I chastised you at the time. It was a really bad decision. That's yeah. the sort of thing that gets intercepted. Yeah. And poorer quarterbacks would have absolutely found that, that you know, after the game, they'd be analysing that and saying, what the hell were you doing? Really? Um, yeah. They don't but, look at the points and think, well, ah, fair enough. Well, actually, Kyle Shanahan, actually, after the game said, you know, it's great that we scored the touchdown, but actually, it was a terrible throw. That's the, you know, that's not the thing to be doing. Wow, you know? that so, is bonkers. But it was, a be- it was a beautiful, beautiful throw, a beautiful, yeah. beautiful catch. I texted you with, with Ayuk. <laughs> I could hear the 49ers fans in the stadium shouting his name as well. Uh, I mean, there was plenty there. Yeah, that was just it was it, look, look look it was good and I think at that point I was really concerned that you know what the the next three and a bit quarters were going to bring if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean I mean the game the game going back to what we were talking about earlier Lawrence got sacked five times. I mean, I, mean, that. I actually said to you at one point, it looked like a, our, the 49ers defence looked like a pack of Jaguars yeah. taking down a wounded deer yeah. because he did, they were just literally all over him, two or three men. Well, I think after the first sack, I was like, he needs to he needs to step this up. He needs to grow a pair, basically. And then the second one came, and then the third one came, and I was like, what is going on? And then you, you point, you, 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 at one point you did say to me, they need to change the play, didn't you? You said they yeah. need to change. Yeah. And then they did, didn't they? Well, I was, I was timing it. He was, having, he was getting two seconds to make a decision yeah. and so the two seconds is not enough for, even for Joe Montana or Tom Brady yeah. I saw Tom Brady last year play against the 49ers and he was getting sacked just as many times you know it's just it's so difficult for a quarterback and it's all on the coaches to change the players and you know to some extent Jaggy was trying to make some adjustments and they got a few things going later on in the game but uh, I mean it was tough sledding for, for Lawrence So when you look at soccer and then some managers will do man, man marking some managers will do zonal marking uh, and then they'll say, look, get at them, get at them, get at them. Is that what a coach would say in the NFL? You've just said there, and I didn't even realise that he, you know, were, he was getting ten, two seconds yeah. to make a decision. So is that is that where a coach would say to the to the defence, listen, you've got to get on him as quick as possible because you need to, you need to literally uh, give him as little time for him to make a decision. Yeah. There's, so the the the, the Jaguar started doing some very very um, quick passing to get the ball out within within yeah. two seconds. You saw you saw some like five yard passes, some screen passes going off to the right and off to the left yeah. parallel. Yeah. Um, you saw some play action. You saw them trying to fake the run so that it, it held the defenders back. Um, you saw some of that. But the problem was the 49ers had three blue chip. Defensive defensive tackles and ends on that field at the same time. So yeah. they've got Nick Bosa, last year's defensive player of the year, who hasn't played well this season. Yeah. They've got Randy Gregory, who they've just brought in from the Denver Broncos three weeks ago. He would be the number one defensive player on most teams. And then they've just brought in Chase Young from the Washington Commanders, who was a number two pick, and he's Nick Bosa's college teammate. Uh, so you literally, yeah. of the four people who were rushing, yeah. you had three absolute blue-chip defensive tackles. And I think the 49ers now... This is going to be the way they're going to play this season. Like that, they're they'll going to kick, have... they'll kick on from this, won't they? I think so. Yeah. And and the player, and I can't remember his name, but honestly, he he wound me up. Oh, I can't think of his name. Which bit are you talking they're, about? One of their players, the guy with the, the longish, uh, the famous one, the one the dreadlocks he's got. Um, on the offense. Yeah. 
Um, not that, yeah, yeah, off, yeah. They're not their defense, isn't he? Chase Young is the is the guy who's who's got golden coloured dreadlocks. Yeah, that there was, in, about? there was another one. There's a f- oh, I can't think. Oh. I'll, I'm gonna have a look. I'm are gonna we, we going to before you do that? Are we going to talk about the, um, the, talk, the, the, yes. the, the 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 learning point for you and for me? I think yeah, during the game, absolutely. Yeah, go on. So the, there was a fumble. Um, a Jaguars receiver fumbled the ball, and it was picked up by um, a 49ers player who was um, Ambry Thomas. And he picked up, he, he, he fell on the ball and then he got up and started running down the other end of the field to yep. go, in, go in for a touchdown. And he did go in for a touchdown. And I was thinking, yeah, touchdown, there's nothing wrong. He didn't get touched on the floor. It was a fumble. Um, off he goes. Um, and then the, the referees called a penalty. And basically what had happened is the 49ers bench, who thought he'd just picked up the fumble and he was just running to celebrate, yep. they all ran on the field. Um, Kyle Shannon was the worst one. He was the furthest on the field. And the... the um, the, the referee's called a live penalty of unsportsmanlike conduct, and that actually kills the player dead at that point. So basically, the 49ers lost the touchdown and had to come back and start with the ball. I mean, we still scored on that drive, so <laughs> all it did was run a bit of time off the clock. But yeah, it's, it's a learning point for me. I think it goes back to something that, and I haven't checked this out yet, but about 10 years ago, a player was running down the field to score a touchdown and a coach or a player ran on and tripped him up from the sideline. Oh, really? And I think that went in for something like that. I forget who did it. It's just in my head. I, I think it was on the NFL. It could have been on college. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a bit, of, a, a bit of drama. It could have been a touchdown if they'd have stayed on the sideline, but you can't blame him. I just thought as soon as it went, as soon as the play, I didn't even know that that was a thing, that if he's not, if he's unchallenged, he can just get, I thought that once that ball hit the deck, it was yeah. de- a dead ball. If it had been a pass and he didn't catch it and it hit the floor, it's a dead ball. Yeah. But because he caught it and ran with it and he had it in his possession, once it's knocked out, it's a live ball. Anyone can jump on it. So it's a fumble, live ball. Um, 49ers guy jumped on it. He wasn't out of bounds. He then no one touched him. He picked it up, ran into the end zone. He did everything right, and his own head coach did everything wrong by running on the field. He thought he'd been touched, and he just thought he was celebrating. You see, this is what I one of the big skills I think in that game, in any game of American football. All right, is keeping hold of the damn ball. It's hard, isn't it? It's got to be. I mean, how on earth? Do you know what I mean? It's like, because the things that they can do to get that out of your hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've just watched the Raiders game from the Sunday Night Football, and the Raiders really probably just needed to run the ball, keep running the ball, um, and keep hold of the ball, and would probably run out the game. I mean, they won anyway. But Josh Jacobs, last year's um, top running back, he got he, he, he was he got over a thousand yards. Um, he actually running with the ball. He was protecting. It. He had both hands on it. And a defender ran in and punched it out from above. Crazy. And, and and New York Jets got the ball back. Luckily, they couldn't do anything with it. But it's just so difficult these days because every defender's got his own way. You know, you could strip it going down. You can punch it going up. You can you, you can just get both hands on it and pull it out. There's, it's very difficult keeping keep, keep all of the ball these days. So we'll, I know we're going to talk about predictions later. Um, but the Jags are at the Titans next week, Sunday. Yeah. They've really got a... They've got to get back on it, haven't they? I think they'll get back on track. Um, Titans are not anywhere near the team they have been in recent years. For me, in your division, your biggest threat now is the Houston Texans. So they they came back last night and won. Um, they've got the they've got the 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 rookie quarterback CJ Stroud, who is absolutely looking fantastic. And I think I said to you last night, you know, you you, you I think you were disappointed because the 49ers had absolutely turned over the Jags. And I said your worst defeat actually this season was when you lost to the Texans. 
um, thinking because of these Texans that weren't very good last season. But the Texans look a really, really good side and they came back last night and, and, and won and they're now breathing at the Jags' neck. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see where the 49ers go on from here, isn't it? Won't it? They've got um, Tampa. They've got Tampa next week. That's yeah. the game I went to see last year. Um, I think that should be a reasonable win. The 49ers' big games this season are going to be the two games against Seattle, home and away, and they've got to play Philadelphia on the road, and uh, that's going to be a monster game. We'll have to have a real good chat about that one when it comes do. around. We will do. Um, so, yeah, I think, listen, I don't want to talk anymore about that game. Are we, are we? Have we covered that now? All right, listen, we've talked about the game. You've rubbed it in so many times. Should we just actually, come on, well, let's do the predictions. What were they? Well, before ever, on, can I just on. say you look lovely in red? It suits you better than green. Debo Samuel in red. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Fella. Yeah, well, Debo's got a big fella T-shirt, so I'm just, I'm just absolutely just give bit repaying the compliment. So, our come on, let's get it out of the way. This is the reason why. No, no, actually, do you know what? This I'm going to be honest with you. Let's not beat around the bush and tell lies. It, the fact that we got beat isn't the reason why I'm wearing this shirt. I do like the 49ers, um, and I have got. But when you, when any team that plays the Jags. No chance. It's Jags all the way. So yes, I have got it on because I've had the. I, I bought this this top, didn't I? So yeah. let's be honest yeah. about that. Yeah. So let's talk about where, where we were with the predictions then. All right. Well, obviously I won. Uh, for anyone who's keeping count out there, Martin, I think one of our listeners has been reminding <laughs> us who's winning. Funny enough, he's bald as well. So you're all sticking <laughs> together, aren't you? So uh, you said the San Francisco 49ers 17, the Jacksonville Jaguars 24. That was close. Yeah, um, well, not really. <laughs> um, and I said San Francisco 27. So they scored 33. Yeah. So I was pretty close for that. And Jacksonville twenty four. They only got three. So I think I gave the I gave the Jags too much credit, I think. And and thankfully the uh, forfeit for this week is no coffee. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna let me forget. We're never it. gonna forget that. Right, we've I think we've talked that game to death. Aye. and the big fella talking everything NFL. So last week on the podcast we were talking positions which was a request by Tom um, and he's been in touch and he really liked uh, the offensive um, talk through of the positions that you gave us last week so what we're going to do now is we're going to go defence so we've done the offence and the defence and again like last week I have got a a nice pretty picture in front of me with lots of Knots and crosses on it. And no, we haven't been playing knots and crosses before you uh, ask that question, you cheeky little sausage. It is all about it's a very basic line out, I suppose. Is that, is that the right way of saying it? Yeah, line it's out kind or? of the structure of the defence, the line okay. up. Yeah. So talk us through it. Okay. Um, there's, there's three, as you can see on the diagram in front of you, there's kind of three rows of defence. You've got the defensive line, the guys who are immediately opposite your offensive line. You know, you've, the, yep. the, you're obviously you were one of them. Yeah. Um, then there's the linebackers, and you can see there's on on the diagram there. There's three linebackers. Sometimes there's four. Um, there's there's something called a four three three four three defense. Yep. Four defensive linemen, three linebackers. Yeah. Or a three four defense, three defensive line, four linebackers. Just depends on your, if you like your how how you want to run your defence, if you like. Mm -hmm. And then at the back, there's always what they call defensive backs. So I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll start at the front and yep. work my way back. Yep. So defensive line. You might have three, you might have four. Sometimes you have five or six, depending on the actual situation. But it comes with, there's, there's two types of players. There's a defensive tackle mm -hmm. and a defensive end. So your tackles are in the middle of the line. They're up against your centre and your guards. Mm -hmm. 
they're usually quite big. Uh, I mean, we talked about some of these offensive linemen being 20 stone. Some of these guys can be 23, 24 stone, but they're also sometimes about six foot four, six foot five. Can I just ask a question then? So, how many how many are in a squad? 53 are dressed on the day. Right, so 53 are at the side of that pitch. Yeah. All right, okay. So, I am then thinking a guard and a tackle on the offence are going to go up against the end and the tackle of the defence. Yeah, yeah. So, but... From what I've just picked up there that you've said, and I might just be asking a really dumb question, but this is what I'm here for. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Uh, you're, you're, you're potentially... So say, for instance, you could have five player, f- five of them on the defence, which would be of a certain size and weight, but then when it flips to the offence, it could be different players of similar size and weight as the offensive ones. Or would you have a player doing both positions? Um it very, very rarely happens these days that players yeah. do both. Um, what Way, way, way back in like when they were at school, yeah. some of these players were so talented they'd play both sides of the football. So they'd play on offence and they'd play on defence. As they start to go up the structure and play in college and then play in the NFL, yeah. they will specialise in one particular position. So technically, you would you would just employ people for being just a big old unit. But they've also got to have some skill. I mean, it's not just oh, being okay. a big unit. Damn I mean, you've got to, you've I was got going to do a, my resume. You've got to have a bit of footwork, a bit of Strictly Come Dancing. Sometimes yeah. these big fellas end up on Strictly Come Dancing in the US. <laughs> not me. Uh, I've seen a few of them. Uh, it's interesting. It's good, actually. Um, but yeah, so normally, though, the defensive line is bigger in size yeah. than the offensive line. Right. Um, so we've got defensive tackle. These guys are in the middle. These <clears> guys are usually there to stop the run. Yeah. And also try and get to the quarterback, but it's a bit harder because if you look at that diagram, you've got two tackles there and there's three offensive linemen in front of them. So it could it could be that there's three onto two there. Right. You also have next to them is the defensive ends. So I always say this, but if you know Max Crosby, if you watch him, he is a defensive end. He's running from the outside of the line. Right. And what they'll sometimes do, sometimes they'll try and go through the line. Sometimes, because they've got a bit of speed, they'll try and go around the line and go around that left tackle on that right tackle. Yeah. And that's why you often bring in a right a tight end to help block. So if you've got somebody like a Max Crosby, a Khalil Mack, you know, some of these real big units who are too much for one man, yeah. you might have a tight end or you might have your guard and your right tackle or your guard and your left tackle doubling up on one. So... These those four guys predominantly are there to get at the quarterback, yeah. sack him, um, rush him, make 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 him throw early, or stop the run if it's a running play. Okay, okay. The interesting one, I think, and they never get anywhere near as much um, as much press, I think, as perhaps they should, is the linebackers. Mm. So on that one there, we've got a four-three defense. We've got three linebackers. Yeah. You've got an outside linebacker on one side, an outside linebacker on the other side, and yep. you've got a middle linebacker. Um, they sometimes call them um, they call them different names. The middle linebacker, the M, they'll call him the Mike. The outside linebacker, one of them they'll call him the Sam, um, and the other outside backer they'll call him the Will. Mike, Sam, and Will. Three names. What it means is Mike M, M is for middle. That's how you identify the middle linebacker. Sam is strong side. So often where you've got the tight end on the offensive, that'll be the strong side of the offense. So that's where the strong side linebacker will play. And W will the weak side linebacker will play on the other side. Um, the guy who's in the sorry, mid- can I ask a question on Go that? On. So why do they call them that? 
it, it, surely that's not to confuse the op- the other team because every, quite clearly everyone knows it. It's a quick way of identifying them. And what will happen is we talked about the offensive line last week. Right. Their blocking assignments will depend on where them linebackers are also. Right, okay. So what will happen? So sometimes happen. The centre, which is you, you're in front I'm of the, Trevor. I'm the centre. You're going to there, right at the start, before you've snapped the ball, as you're all getting ready, yeah. you're going to say, number 53 is the mic. You're going to be pointing at number 53 and all your... Fellas who are on your line, the guard and the tackle, their blocking assignments will depend on where he is. So you're going to say, number 53 is the mic, and that might mean your guard is blocking the guy next to number 53, or it might mean your guard is blocking with you number 53. <laughs> so depending on what you've called. And this is why it's it's like a chess game, I think I've said to you. It's like yeah, big yeah, fellas yeah. playing a chess game. Yeah. Um, the other thing with the middle linebacker, the Mike, is often he'll have what they call the, 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 the green dot on the back of his helmet. And that means he's mic'd up. So he is, whereas the quarterback is getting players sent into his he- headset, in, into his helmet, they do the same on the defence. So that he's usually the captain of the defence. So he's usually getting the defence organised as to what they're going to do. So what are they expecting a running player here? Are they expecting a pass player here? Play action. So all the things that he's kind of the captain of the defence, that middle linebacker. I didn't even know they had a dot on the back of the helmet. Yeah, I think it's a green dot. I was going to say a red dot, but I'm almost certain it's a green dot. And that is somebody that's got the mic. He's got a mic in his helmet. So where it's, so, so at the start of a play, someone will be telling Trevor Lawrence, Trevor, we're going to go spider, spider red banana or whatever, <laughs> and that'll mean something. The middle linebacker in defence will be getting some code that'll say... This is a pass play, a run play. This is the type of defense we're going to play. Yeah. This is where you want all your players, and he'll he'll use some signs or words to his colleagues so that everyone will know. And what will sometimes happen is then the the quarterback will come to the line and he'll, and he'll change the play. He'll suddenly start shouting out George Bush like we were saying last week. Yeah. And the defense will be like, "Oh, George Bush, George Bush, what's that?" <laughs> and so the middle <laughs> linebacker will be like calling up shots on the other side, and it's a ge- it's it's a real strategic game. And didn't they say that Trevor? Lo- and, and I don't want to deviate from this, guys, but but I, I I I like to talk about things that come in my head. Didn't they say that this is what Trevor Lawrence has got a, an absolute? He's a nightmare for doing that, changing things last minute. I think a lot of quarterbacks change it last minute. Right, it's just okay, whether they change okay. it into a good play or a bad play. And I think you'll see that if you're watching the if you're watching the game and you hear a quarterback do an audible, that's what Chow Now is an yeah, audible. Yeah. If suddenly the next play is terrible. He's clearly changed it into a play. Some coaches right. won't allow okay. the young quarterbacks to change the plays. They literally say, "You stick with my play." Um, but as you get a bit, you know, as you get a bit more experience, and and people like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, sometimes used to call all their own plays. They didn't even have somebody in a headset. They literally used to go at the line, look at the defense, and say, "I know what we need to call it," and they'd call the play at the line. This is now again. You've. <sighs> Good grief, I could spend forever on this. So, you've just said something else there that I want to touch upon, but let me just reverse back a little bit. How many people are mic'd up on the pitch? Would it be, is it just, just one Just per- one on the offence, the quarterback, and one on the defence, usually the middle linebacker. Right, okay. And the clock is 40 seconds, is it? Um, 40, uh, 40 in some situations and 25 in other situations. I mean, we could do a whole segment okay. on that. Let's not get there. We're <laughs> still we, doing yeah, the positions, fella. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't, we've, it's the same with Blumby tying outs as well. They're a nightmare. So, <laughs> so, so you, a quarterback can, can literally, if the clock's on 25 and it's going down and then it goes down to seven... 
Well, the helmet cuts off usually with 15 seconds ah, left as you well. You know every bloody thing, don't <laughs> well, you? Gee whiz. I've been listening to a, actually, I've been listening to a podcast today where right. they've been talking about it. It's not always at 15 right. seconds. Right, okay, okay. Anyway, right, let's go back to the... That. We could go, honestly, we could deviate. This is the... I need to write all this stuff down. You're just not <laughs> too much. To the podcast, fella. No, I, uh, listen, I don't want to listen to one and that's this one. Uh, right, okay, so let's go back. Where were we? Okay, so we've talked about the, the, the defensive line. They're the defensive tackles, the defensive yeah. ends. The big fellas, they're going after the quarterback. Right. We started to talk about the linebackers, the Mike, the Will and the Sam, the middle, yeah. the yeah. weak and the strong. Yeah. So them linebackers sometimes will be really, really tight to the um, to the defensive line. Yeah. That's usually when they're trying to stop the run. Sometimes they'll be back off the defensive line, four or five yards back off. That's often when they're trying to stop the pass. But with all the shenanigans that go on, sometimes they'll look like they're going to stop the run and at the last minute they'll back off. And other times they'll be backed off, stopping the pass, and at the last minute they'll go tight on. And that's where quarterbacks can get a little bit confused over what's going on. And I think we talked about that last week. We mentioned about a situation where Brock Purdy had been caught out by the linebackers were tight to the line. He's thinking it's a run, so I'm going to throw a pass. And at the last minute the linebackers all backed off and he literally threw a pass straight to a linebacker. It looked like he was trying to throw it, deliberately trying to throw it there. And then the final one, is your defensive backs and there's two positions there's there's two cornerbacks and yep. there's two safeties yeah so what you've got is your cornerbacks are usually marking a wide receiver yep so cornerback I'm marking Debo Samuel he's going to be running at me I'm going to be trying to trying to cover him the safeties are almost like I'd call it a safety valve um one of them's usually a bit tighter to the line because he's going to be there to stop the run another safety is usually a bit further back so that if there is a long pass going over the top he's going to be there to pick it up. And in some of the defences, what you'll often have is you have a cornerback and a safety who will team up to double-team a wide receiver. So A.J. Brown of Philadelphia regularly gets double-teamed. Devante Adams of the Raiders regularly gets double-teamed because they're so good they can't mark them one-on-one. Well, uh, thanks very much. And we haven't even got into zone and man defences. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. It is uh, Baldy and the big fella, and I hope that was of some use to you. I'm sure it was. Or oh, no, everything defense. Uh, right, Baldy. Um, in episode five, that's just a couple of weeks ago, um, you said something about trading rights. I thought it was very interesting, and I have the clip right here. And I think the final interesting one, which is really, really interesting. So the Arizona Cardinals have been, um, they've had a quarterback called Joshua Dobbs who's basically come from nowhere. He was traded from, I think, the Cleveland Browns over to Arizona. He's played a few games. And now the Vikings, Kirk's Cousins, the quarterback, has gone down injured with a torn Achilles. They have brought in Joshua Dobbs to be their quarterback for the rest of the season. So there's somebody going from nothing to something. That is brilliant. So there you go. Uh, that's a clip from the um, the fifth one, as we've titled it. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that well, then? Well, there were a lot of trades that week, and I just picked that one out because Minnesota had just lost their all-star quarterback, Kirk Cousins, and they had a decision to make at that point as to whether to wrap it all in for the season and just go with a backup and see what they got or try and bring somebody in. And I'd noticed Dobbs had played a few times for Arizona, and I thought he looked really, really good. And yeah. this was Minnesota demonstrating that they were actually going to still go for it. 
and I think it's really paying off. So um, the first week he played was last week. They played against the Atlanta Falcons and won 31-28. So, so Dobbs came in quite early in the <clears> game when the, when the backup quarterback, the original backup quarterback, it was called Hall, he got himself injured. Um, so Dobbs comes in. He doesn't even know some of his players around him. Yeah. He doesn't know the players. He's got, a, he's got a head coach calling the players in. He's shouting them out in the huddle. And some of his players are telling him what that means. So he's shouting the chords, you know, spider wide banana, all this. Yeah. He doesn't know what that means. And so some of his wide receivers are saying, oh, by the way, Josh, I'm going to go up and out. Running back will say, by the way, you're going to fake to me and then throw it over the top. Yeah. And he basically, on the back of that, he got two touchdowns. Uh, he was 20 for 30, 158 yards. Um, and he took Minnesota to win 31-28. So that's really good. And then this week, after another week of of getting used to his players, last night he played against the New Orleans Saints and he beat them 27... The, the Vikings won 27-19. Dobbs was 23 uh, completions for 34 attempts, uh, 268 yards and one touchdown. So basically, Josh Dobbs, again, coming from absolutely nowhere. Um, who knows if he, could, if he pays off in the long run for the Vikings? They're not, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, yeah. but they're still a very competitive team with somebody who basically didn't know... Didn't know he's running back from Adam a couple of weeks ago. There you go. There you go. You called that? Yeah, I, I was quite proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've still... I mean, listen, um, I know I probably sound like a broken record, but it is important. If you do want to get involved, please do. Uh, the socials, you've got Instagram, uh, X and Facebook, and we are Baldy and the Big Fella, which is Baldy and TBF. So, shirts then. So I think... You said something to me last night when I was when I was texting you and 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 jumping up and down about the 49ers and you said something like, Blan, you a Raiders fan? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 you are. Yeah. And I am a Raiders fan. You are a Raiders fan. But I'm also a 49ers fan, and I think what we wanted to talk about is two teams. Yeah, so I mean I, I get that. <clears throat> I get that because I've just said earlier on that I'm a Jags fan and I like the 49ers. But yeah. This is where you're going to hate me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the three-team um, column because I have got a soft spot for the Ravens. I really do. And um, and the shirt that I've got coming is a Ravens shirt, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, so... I, I, yeah, I, yeah, okay, if I've got to pick two teams, I'm, I'm probably going to go Jags, Raiders, uh, Jags Ravens. You see, now... That's a, a little... I'll come into mine and I'll tell you why I think that's wrong, right? But anyway. <laughs> okay, so, go on. So, so I, I became a Raiders fan back in the 1970s. The Raiders were really, really good. As a, a youngster, as a 10, 12-year-old, it was easy to support the team that you saw on the telly every yeah, week. Yeah. Um, so that was my team. Um, but... Uh, I, so the Raiders are in the AFC. Yeah. The 49ers are in the NFC. Oh, so they can only yeah. ever meet. Well, they, they can meet during the season, but really they'll only ever meet in a really massive game in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And um, Montana was great. Used to see the 49ers every week. Um, my dad, who wasn't really into American football, he became a 49ers fan and he and, and he, he sadly passed away in the 80s. So I, I kind of, I felt as though I had, I, I had two loyalties. Now, 
Don't get me wrong, on their best day, if the Raiders played the 49ers in the Super Bowl, the chances are I'm shouting for the Raiders. Yeah. I usually, when they do play each other in, in during the season, I shout for whichever one will needs the win the most. So, you know, usually the 49ers are doing well and the Raiders are doing very, very badly. Can, can, but can that be a thing? Can that can that can that really, really be a thing? It's really hard. It's really I hate watching Raiders play 49ers. That's, I, I never it. knew that about you. You see, I, I, if I, if the if the Jags were playing any other team, regardless, yeah, yeah. it would be Jags all the way. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, you, you know how much I feel about the Raiders, but they're absolutely rubbish at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really, really bad. He's on the turn now because they've had two good wins. I, I like to watch good football. And, yeah. and back in the day when Channel 4 in England, in the UK, used to only show highlights of, of one or two games a week, yeah. it was always better to be shouting for you know more than one team and i have a few soft bots for some other teams as well but i think this is why this is where you you, you your pick is wrong come so, on then so the, to us. so the jags are in the afc yep. baltimore ravens are in the afc you can't talk about teams who play each other quite a lot regularly. Now, I think you like the Jags because you love that black and purple shirt. Now, I've told the, you, the real Ravens, men yeah. wear black, yeah. but the original black shirt is the Raiders. You've okay. missed out. Well, why don't I say this then? Right, right, okay. I, I've, my team's the Jags. Um, but you know what I've said to you before? I find it very difficult, and there might be someone else out there like this, I, I find it very difficult to watch a whole game from the start to finish of a team that's not mine, like the Jags. Yeah? yeah, yeah. So if I rephrase that, instead of saying I've got two teams, three teams, whatever, I've got one team and that's the Jags. And I could quite happily watch the Ravens from start to finish and the 49ers from start to finish as a live game. Yeah. I, I'll yeah. go down that route, okay? I yeah. think I'm, I think personally I'm too new to the sport to have two teams. You see, I used to think you were going to go for the Saints after last season oh, when you were going yeah, to buy their yeah, shirt. So I thought you were going to I've got four teams. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay then. So yeah, uh, yeah. So you're 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 a Raiders and a 49ers. Raiders 49ers with a one Raiders one A 49ers at the moment. 49ers. <laughs> right, well, I'm going to open it up to uh, to you out there. You let us know. Do you have a one-team? Are you a two-team uh, supporter? Do you think it's right? Do you think it's wrong? Is Baldy just fickle because the Raiders have uh, won a couple of games? He's now back on shouting for the team in black. I'll leave that for you to decide. Come on, get on the socials. Uh, Instagram, X and uh, Facebook, Baldy and TBF. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. Right, um, it is time for. I've got my trusted uh, quiz book here because obviously I don't have uh, the. I'm not the fountain of all knowledge like the bald one. Uh, so, like we did last week, hang on a second. It was one to ninety nine, wasn't it? I think. So, um, one to ninety nine. Pick a page. Oh, I'm going first, am I? Yeah, you are. Okay. Well, I've got. <laughs> Number 16, Joe Montana, so I'm going to have page okay. 16. Page 16, okay. Now, listen, genuinely, he has no idea, so he could <laughs> he could get it right, he could get it wrong. So um, we've got on here 10 questions, so 1 to 10. Okay, I'll have number 1. Number 1. Oh, I think you're going to get this. And I, I don't even think that you need the, the multiple choice. Go so, on, then. On the NFL jersey, which position normally wears a number between 1 and 19. 
Right. Well, so it's it's changed. Your quiz book's out of date. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> so so now you can get players who can wear Ooh, all sorts of numbers. Thing. I mean, Raiders have had you know Raiders have got cornerbacks wearing single digits now. So let I mean, me I'll, st- st- I'll still answer the question. I'll tell well, you. Well, let it was, me see but... what date it was because you're a clever sausage, aren't you? Let's have a look. Um, it's only changed the season. Oh yeah, 2021. Yeah, but the rules changed this season. <laughs> we need, so we but I'll answer book. the question. Right. Okay. Um, a quarterback wears a number between one and nineteen. Okay, let's have a look. Um, number one wasn't it? Uh, answer is one C. Yeah, quarterbacks. It was the multiple choice was A running backs, B yeah, punters, yeah. and C quarterbacks. Once oh, upon a time, easy. that's all it had to be. But now everybody's wearing their old college number or their old high school number. Right. Okay. I've got to do. I've got one that I think should be easy, but because you're new to the game, oh, it might be challenging for you. One so the Jaguars have three <clears throat> divisional rivals. These are the rivals. Oh. These are the teams they play twice a year. I won't know this. Um, you need to tell me who those three rivals are. Well, I will probably go Ravens. Okay. Because you've mentioned, you've kind of mentioned Ravens. I'm on about, uh, that's conference. The Ravens oh. are in the same conference. So the division is the is the AFC South. Oh, right, okay. So they, they play these teams twice a year. Right, okay. You have seen, you've seen one of the games. Your Jags have played one of those teams. Before mm-hmm. I knew we were there on a Thursday night football oh, in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at the AFC conference. Yeah. I've mentioned one of them in this game. I said they were you know, your biggest rivals. You've seen one of them play against the Jags. And the third one, Jags have already played twice this season. Right. Okay. I'm, you're now, I'm now going to find out who's in the. <laughs> <laughs> shall I give. Shall I Chiefs. give you. You're going for Chiefs? Yeah. Nah, nah. I've got that somewhere, you know. I could, I could do that if you want. Hang on a second. Let me just... It seems as you put me on the spot. There you go. Yeah. Um, I've seen them. Think back to 2015, Jacksonville, me and you, and, and our friend Andy in a stadium. Thursday night football, the mustard shirts. I'm going to go This was for... meant to be a quick link, big fella. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> He's um, on the spot. Right. One of them played How... yesterday with Gardner Minshew as quarterback. Oh, um, Colts. Right, there's number one. Another one, I've just got... Texans. The... Yes, the best crowd, the best quarterback, best rookie quarterback in the season. That's two. And the one you saw on Thursday Night Football... It wasn't the Titans, was it? It was the Titans. It was the Titans, okay. Okay, so I'm going to second I don't know whether I can give you it, though. I mean, it took you half an hour and you had two wrong guesses. (laughs) And I I Googled who was in the AFC conference. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, fair enough. I mean, that was a stink. I asked you a simple question about, oh, you know. I thought you'd have known it. I really did. Well, You You watch the Jags games every week. Surely you must think, haven't we played these already this season? Yeah, because... The only thing I can remember is that you didn't bring me a coffee. I'm sorry. Right. So are we getting? Are we come on? Then let's do that. Our um, our predictions for the for the the big game. What game have you chosen this week? Then. Well, there's an absolute cracker next week. Um, it is the Kansas City Chiefs yep. at home. Right. To the Philadelphia Eagles. Kansas City seven and two. Philadelphia are eight and one. It's the repeat of the Super Bowl last year. The thing is, I just, I just can't see the Chiefs losing, especially at home. I can't see it, and um, go for it then. I will probably. I think it'll be close. It's certainly not going to be ten six. Um, I will go for my favourite number for the losing side. 
17. of 17. <laughs> I will go 27-17 to the Chiefs. That's common for you for a prediction, 27-17. <laughs> okay, you can have 27-17. I yeah. can, As you know, I cannot pick the Chiefs, yeah, <laughs> no matter what. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go 27-17 Eagles, so this is simple. So, oh, there we go. Okay, um, the, the Chiefs are the right. two-and-a-half-point favourite with the bookies. Um, right, okay. I think the Eagles are probably the best team in the NFC, even after what the 49ers did last night. Baldy and the big fella, talking everything NFL. So, um, there we go then. Um, looking forward to those games. I can't wait. And uh, did you say there was a, a big one this week as well on the Thursday? Yeah, Thursday night football's really good this week. It's um, Bengals who slipped up last night and yeah. lost right at the death. Yeah. Um, away to your Baltimore Ravens, if you might be able to wear your shirt on Thursday night. <laughs> it hasn't come yet, remember. Don't rub it in. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good game, though. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to my game on Sunday as well, so that'll be good. Well, obviously, uh, I've got a game on Sunday, though. I've got Raiders away to Miami Dolphins, which is going to be probably embarrassing for the Raiders. <laughs> and I've got the Buccaneers playing at the 49ers. So oh, yeah, because have you got any other teams you want to read out that you follow? <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're there, no. Notre Dame, they're playing again next week. All right, okay. <laughs> Uh, no, again, another one, another great one. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, we will be having some guests on in future weeks, as we said. Obviously, today was a little bit different uh, because we've recorded it on a Monday morning, which is different, isn't it? It's completely different for us. It's very, very different. It feels a bit weird, you, and I'm, you, I feel a bit jet lagged. As we see, you look as though you've watched an awful lot of football over the weekend. <laughs> uh, right, and so until uh, next week, then, uh, once again, thank you, Mr. Baldfella. Thank you very much, sir. We'll see you then. Talking everything NFL.